0: Welcome to the Summer Series of Politics and Psychology, where every Sunday we'll have special episodes of interesting interviews and fun conversations. From being featured in Forbes, InStyle Magazine, LA Fashion Magazine, Essence, Black Enterprise, on the OWN Network, as well as the faces of many celebrities on TV and movies, you might also become a fan of this luxury eyewear if you have glasses that pinch your nose, you get headaches often, have high cheekbones, or you're just bored of seeing the same colors and the same shapes and the same sizes of glasses when you go get your new prescription. So if this is you, make sure you listen in. So thank you so much, Tracy and Nancy, for coming on our summer series of Politics and Psychology. I'm so excited to have you on. It's definitely an honor. So let's just get started. What was it that caused you to create your luxury eye brand?
1: This is Tracy. So I'm going to say I lost a pair of glasses and Mm -hmm. I was frustrated, one, with the fact that they all looked the same when I went to look for a replacement. And then second, you know, I always had issues. Glasses always fit kind of snug on my face. I would have Mm -hmm. like indentations on my cheeks. And Mm. I called Nancy to complain. You know how you do. You call your best friend. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, the glasses look horrible. And they don't even fit well. And Nancy Mm -hmm. was like, I lost a pair of glasses, too. And from then Mm. on, it was kind of like a mission to figure out how can we get better glasses, better style, better looking. And then Nancy basically was like, we can do this.
0: Okay. And so then what made you think that this is, yes, this is a good idea that we're going to see that there's a need and we are the ones that are going to solve it?
2: So I'll jump in. This is Nancy and for me it was trying to solve a problem that no one was addressing mm-hmm. because when Tracy brought up her points of the glasses were plain and I had lost my glasses as well mm-hmm. about you know probably within the same time frame I can't pinpoint it. However, I wanted glasses that had more style and were fashionable. And Mm -hmm. Tracy was looking for something that was functional and fit better. So I said, with the combination, we can have fashion, function, and fit, all in the same thing. And so when I started doing the research, I came across a couple of manufacturers. And one of them said, well, there is a huge show that's going to be overseas that you can attend. So I went and bought tickets and then told Tracy... (laughs) It was in Paris, France, and it was the largest, unbeknownst to both of us, that Mm -hmm. it was the largest uh, trade show in the eyewear industry along with what was happening at Fashion Week in Paris, France. So we happened to attend, and there were, according to Statista, which is the... the data that tells you Mm -hmm. how many people were in attendance. There were over 37,000 people. Mm -hmm. And when Tracy and I entered that space, that was about four football stadiums large. Mm -hmm. There were less than 20, maybe 10 people of color there. And their purpose, they were optometrists and people looking to buy wholesale. We were looking to manufacture and design and make glasses. So we were right. there for a completely different purpose versus right. them. Okay. And that's when that was our aha moment. We realized, wow, the reason glasses don't fit, the reason that we don't see our culture represented is because no one's doing it for us. Right. No one right. is here to represent the culture, and nobody cares that the glasses don't fit people with that who don't have Eurocentric features.
0: Right. That's interesting. And I'm a big believer in purpose. And I'm also a big believer in um, how you have purpose clues from your childhood, from your personality. And so just to be transparent, I do know both of you as former Morgan State University students, represent Morgan State, um, go Bears. And um, Nancy, you have always been a very creative, very colorful person, so when you're talking about now you want to have glasses and that you want to have form and function and fitness and then focusing on like a non-Eurocentric view, did you ever think when you started seeing your eyewear and realize that Vontel, the baby is actually succeeding and making an impact and becoming a trailblazer, did you ever have any thoughts that, wow, this is kind of what I was made to do or I could see that this was where i was being led to go
2: yes i would say tracy and i we had our epiphany moment Mm
0: -hmm. where
2: we started getting feedback where people said i have never found glasses that fit my face right we realized wow it's not just us there are a lot of people who have just settled for less because that is how they have been treated
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm okay so and, they, and we
2: don't know better
0: and we don't know better. that's right and you think that this is all we have but yeah. it was
1: all we had is what's, right. what's available it's like you know if if you only have you know coffee you're only going to drink coffee right it's what's there mm-hmm. it's like back in slavery times we, we ate the chitlins right we mm-hmm. that's what was given to us so we made it a delicacy we ate what was available that's we didn't right. have all the other parts of the chicken or the other parts of the cow or whatever it was so mm-hmm. we have that now. So that's why now we make other food. So you didn't have glasses that were bigger. So you dealt with what you had.
0: That's right. I love that. Now, um, for everyone listening, if you're not sure if your glasses are fitting or comfortable, if you have like a line going across your nose or like an indentation in your cheeks, that seems to be like a big hallmark of your glasses being too small and not made for your particular frame. Any or other or if you have a or if you have a headache a Headache mm. from wearing okay. your glasses
1: all day. Um, a lot of people they don't they think that it's because they're just tired, but if the glasses are too tight and they're sitting on your lymph node behind your ears, so a lot of times mm. you see people have a long indentation, but on their ears on their face, and oh. then if the glasses, if the temples, the arms of the of the of glasses, they call them temples, mm-hmm. if they're too short, there's a little lymph node behind your ear and it rests on that, and then after you wear it for a couple hours, you have a headache and then you realize, why am I having pain? That's part of the reason. It's also your glasses are too tight.
0: Okay. Okay. So definitely if you're constantly having headaches or having headaches frequently, and you're running to the aspirin, it may be that your glasses are the culprit. Now, what did you um, say about when the frames are too small? Like, what is that?
1: And that's also, when the frames are too small, so a lot of times the narrow, the bridge, which is for the Mm. nose, it's Mm -hmm. very narrow. So that means it's too small. And we have, as you know, we have bigger uh, noses than uh, Mm. our Eurocentric partners, uh, friends. So if it's too narrow, you can cause nasal pain as well as Mm. lines. Um, We we met a woman, actually, she was Caucasian. She had a nose job because the glasses did not fit her nose and they were always too tight and she will have sinus headaches.
2: Oh, wow. So okay.
1: that's another, you know, it's so many things that you don't want. It's on your face. We use it for accessory, but it is a medical necessity. Mm-hmm. And I wear, you need it, right? You need it for all day to see when you're driving and everything that you do, you need your glasses.
2: Mm-hmm. And when you wear
1: them all day and they're too small and they're pressing on your face or pressing on the lymph node behind your ear, it's like pressure points. And mm-hmm. then if it's too small, then you're going to have, you're just going to have pain.
0: Right. Okay. So then... You mentioned European person who was mentioning having a nose job. So then that's good to know that it's not just that it's an Afrocentric or a Caribbean brand, but it's if you have a larger nose, then this would be a great option for you.
1: Definitely. I think when Nancy and I started, we were focusing on African-Americans, of course, because we're on a Hispanic because I'm also uh, Hispanic um, mm-hmm. at first. Right. Because mm-hmm. we know uh, you know, Puerto Rican, Dominican, you know, wherever you're from, Caribbean. Mm-hmm. We have different face, you know, faces and shapes, and how we're just not a monolith. We just all look different.
2: Right. Um, but
1: then we realize uh, from traveling and having other people like our glasses that it's all diverse faces. We met people who are Hawaiian, Japanese, Polish, German. I mean, they just have bigger structures in their faces, yeah. and it's all about the construct, right? We all and biracial. If you're biracial, you just have a different shape, face and head. And based on those different shapes, um, the glasses are kind of make cookie cutter for everyone in the middle. But Mm -hmm. if you're really large or really petite, you have a hard time. Our petite partners and friends have a hard time finding glasses as well. So Bontel now is looking to do a petite line in the next coming years to come as well.
0: One reason why I was definitely in love, and not only because I support you all, but also because I had a um, spontaneous retina detachment in 2020. And so I was you know, very fearful of losing my eyesight, had three different eye surgeries, um, very scary and was in recovery for four months. But when I tried to go get glasses, because I do have a smaller face and a smaller head, it was so hard to find glasses that actually were able to do this new prescription that I needed to save my eyesight. That also the glasses weren't so heavy that they were falling off of my face when I had my moisturizer on. So I definitely will look forward to seeing you all have that as well. But I think that because you do focus on the the science and the anatomy of having different nose bridges, that's what made you so attractive to being like in the Saks Fifth Avenue. So it, or even the Nickelodeon for the little tiny kids. So like, how did you secure those licensing deals?
2: This, uh, well, Tracy and I happen to be in the right place at the right time. We joined a chat group that was doing a a call on an evening, and it was all of these different um, Black eye care perspective type thing. And uh, everybody who's anybody was on there, a couple of licensing companies, uh, retailers, et cetera, And we took, Tracy and I, we're we're networking fiends. We took Mm -hmm. everybody's information down that was on it. We did screenshots. We wrote down people's information from the chats. Mm -hmm. And so we reached out to everyone saying, you know, we're new to the eyewear industry. We'd love to talk to you to see what we can do business-wise, things like that. And one Nickelodeon happened to respond and they did Mm. their own research and saw our website and said, we would love for you to do our children's eyewear. Oh, wow. We would love to strike a licensing deal with you guys. And we were like, wow, we had never been approached. We were all of not even a full year in the business yet. We had Mm -hmm. launched in October of 2020. This happened in April, May of 2021. Mm. And Oh, wow. We already had our line out. And though Tracy and I say we started out with way too many uh, SKUs,
0: Mm -hmm. um stock
2: keeping units that's Mm -hmm. what the SKU is we realized that that variety is what took made people take notice of us that we had all these different styles that showed our capabilities and they approached us we had a conversation and a year later we were making eyewear for children that are inspired by their programs Mm -hmm. spongebob baby shark Rugrats, Paw Patrol. So we're in the process now of coming out with more Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and oh, it's going yeah. to evolve into a whole lot more to coincide with their upcoming movie. So
0: mm-hmm. we
2: were fast track from the beginning, yeah, because of our good. ability to network and know how to reach out to people.
0: Mm-hmm. So it
2: and we say like- yes,
1: and we say yes, yes, to everything, Renee, and you say we, yes, behind yeah. Behind the scenes, I just want you to know, and for your listeners. We were like, what? We don't know what the hell we're doing, but we're going to say yes, and we're going to figure it out. So I just right. want people to know that, yes, when they asked us to do it, we were like, yeah, we could do it. And then we were like, what? What are we doing?
0: And then and then go try to figure it out. That's That's right. it. That's so sometimes right. Well, we have a bomb yes.
2: lawyer, too. Oh, okay. We also have a very bomb who is versed in contracts, negotiations, etc. So okay. thank God for her being on our side from day one.
0: Okay. So then you're being, so one, be unafraid, but also be smart. Yes. Is yes. Is what it sounds like. So go after your dreams, go after that idea, um, look for purpose clues in your history and childhood and personality, and then just do it, but still be smart about it. So that you're not losing all of your money or even losing your proprietary information.
1: Definitely. You got to be a negotiator. I, I negotiated the lowest interest rate that I could with them. Cause don't forget when you have a licensing deal, you pay a royalty for using their, their likeness. So, of mm. course, we're new, and I yeah. have a finance background. Thank God for my finance background. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I went down all the way I could, and they still accepted it. So it was great. So, it, you know, again, you, gotta, you don't say yes and take on more than you can chew. You say right. yes, but this is what I can chew. This is what I can do. And we okay. brought them to our level. Like, yes, we'll do it, but this is what we can do it at. And they were agreeable. So that was great.
0: So what can you tell the listeners for what made you not feel like I should just take whatever they're giving me and just be grateful and not ask too many questions?
1: Not my personality. So the, the, so the positive part of being older, don't forget this is our second at Nancy and I had careers prior to starting the eyewear company. I was Mm -hmm. a CFO of a hospital system. Nancy Mm -hmm. was a sales exec for a big Mm -hmm. media company. Uh, we both had, you know, 20 years in the business. Um, so being older also helped, but also Mm -hmm. knowing our limitations and just knowing that I can't, we gotta, we gotta make a profit at some point. So we can't just take whatever people give us and it's not my personality. I'm going to always ask for what I want. The worst you can say is no. I think when you have that in your background, in your, in your head, that the worst they can say is no or not right. right now, or maybe. That's not a bad thing. So you ask for what you want, and you you get what you want, right? Mm-hmm. And you keep negotiating until you get as close to what you want. Um, and all mm-hmm. they could say is no, right? And they didn't say no. So that's kind mm-hmm. of how I move. Mm-hmm.
2: And
0: um, I think, and she's like said-
2: extraordinary at it, Renee. Absolutely, extraordinary. Mm-hmm.
0: okay. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, I'm biased, of course, but now I've seen. <laughs> I've, you know, I've seen your excellence. You know, even when we were in undergrad, so. Um, I even remember, Nancy, you were writing books with your creativity and I had bought like one or two of them. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is great. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I I was definitely a fan, you know, just from our friendship from years ago. No, we don't look our age. We won't go into that. But right, you know, <laughs> that's, right. that's right. But I think that it's great that you followed an idea. You followed what your epiphanies were. And that led to you being you know, on, on the Kelly Clarkson show, GMA today essence. I saw a few weeks ago that you were at the Forbes summit, you know, business insider 2020. I mean, it's like so many, um, so many, I guess, social or high profile accommodations that you were able, or so many high profile appearances that you have that just give credence to you can take a chance and be successful and that you could do something that you do love, and it's also impactful. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, in addition to that, I love that, blessed to be a blessing, you're being successful to encourage the success and welfare of others. So can you tell us even a little bit more about your nonprofit that you're giving back to because of your success?
1: So I I was going to add that definitely, we are so grateful to everything you just said. Like, it's, to hear you read, say it back to us, it's amazing what we have done in, in the four mm-hmm. years that we've been doing it. So, And it's hard work, it's not easy. Sometimes, you know, some days I just wanna quit. I'm like, Nancy, mm-hmm. but we can't quit, we can't go back and we, we gotta keep pushing forward. And yeah. what? another thing that gives me so much pleasure, because I worked in the hospital system for so long, there was two things that people in homeless shelters always lost. That was their eyewear and their dentures, right? Oh, so the yeah. minute we started the eyewear company, I said to Nancy, we got to, you know, figure out how we can give back to the homeless shelters. And I had a really good friend. She was the chief people officer Mm -hmm. for one of the the companies. And I got in contact with her. And so now, you know, every year we're donating glasses to these women and children. And there's men in these shelters as well. Who are you know in homeless shelters for whatever reason domestic violence you know fire in the home you know they, they yeah. lost their job whatever reason they still have to go to work or look for jobs their kids still have to go to school and they need eyewear and like again eyewear is a medical necessity so you can't even succeed if you can't see. That's so right. That's right. We, That's right. we, we work with Win. It's called Women in Need, and they have over thirteen plus shelters in New York City, and um, we have given free eye exams. We have oh, wow. giving glasses with prescription. We partnered with the Steve and Harvey, Steve and Marjorie Harvey Foundation to pay for the prescriptions. Mm-hmm. We have Prevent Blindness, who donates glasses to us. We have Clear Vision Optical. We, we, we partner with other companies to give us glasses because every year, you know, they come out with a new design and they kind of give away the older models.
0: Right. And OK. Say, give
1: it to us and we will make sure the prescriptions get put in and we give them to the shelter. So it's oh, been great. That. It's yeah. been phenomenal. And, you know, we have little kids who need glasses and they cry, but when they get the beautiful glasses that they mm-hmm. wear them and they can see them, they're great.
0: Yeah. Um, and especially for children developmentally, if you can't see that affects your education, if you feel as if you're not smart, you're thinking it's because something is wrong with you, but it just may be a simple fix such as having glasses and then having the right prescription. So I love that you do that. I'm definitely a big proponent of helping um, those who are homeless or unhoused. So I love that you're also working with that. And I think that sometimes when you do good things from an altruistic standpoint, of course, I'm a nerd. So definitely with the science behind it and Going with all that you can see where you have even celebrities who are not ashamed or not inhibited to come behind you. And that would include, as you mentioned, Steve Harvey is a fan. And I think I had even seen that you had, uh, what was it? Was it Sherry Stevens? Is that the other person? Queen Latifah? So we got uh, a couple
1: people, Marcus Samuelson, who owns Red Rooster restaurants and Fat Joe. just a, lo- yeah, Fat, oh, just yes, a Fat lot. Yeah. Oh, yes. Fat Joe. People.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Paula Washington. Okay. The wife Denzel's of Washington. wife. Yes. Just yeah. yeah. Denzel Washington's wife. Okay, well, Mrs.
2: Washington. <laughs> Mrs. Washington.
0: Yes. yes. And Mrs. Denzel Washington. So I think that that's great. That's great. So then what do you think is next on your path for your luxury eyewear? Oh, before I go that, to just emphasize how luxurious it is, you know, Saks Fifth Avenue is not like you're going to get something at Walmart. So just being there it kind of gives even a little bit extra credential or credibility of how not only is how much it's needed, but how much of people who are more in a higher bracket or as well as a higher social standing can see a need and a value and that it's not just for a particular group of people not for a particular race but just for any person regardless of your income this is something that would be ideal for you right it's it's, it's all about
1: better fitting glasses and then the, the colors that we use are luxurious the patterns that we use you'll see our culture represented you'll see indian culture you'll see African culture, you'll see, you know, uh, Spanish culture, different just colors and patterns that just resonate with all people. So mm-hmm. that's why the the, the materials and luxur- the luxuriousness has to be top notch. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, what's next for us, you know, the sky's the limit. I think the more that we grow, we actually want to continue our, our philanthropy piece and give back okay. to shelters in Every state. So as we, New York is our first one. We hope to get to, you know, Philly and DC and other places as we continue to expand. Mm-hmm. We also, you know, mm-hmm. want to open up a flagship store. Uh, we're oh. looking at the possibility of doing that maybe in our home, in our school hometown, maybe somewhere yeah. in Maryland. Yeah. Uh, where we went to Morgan State. Um, yeah. So we're, we're looking at doing that. Um, we are partnering with other um, companies are reaching out to us. Um, we're doing a couple private labels for celebrities. Mm. Um, We have other stores reaching out to us to do a line just for their stores. So kind of like you can go in and get us at a different price point, which would be good. Um, So we're doing, we're looking at just expanding and getting our reach out there and Mm -hmm. showing people that, yes, two black women, Mm -hmm. you know, can create and design and Mm -hmm. make beautiful fitting eyewear and then everyone can love them.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. And that also kind of gives attention to your face. It kind of, you know, helps with social connections um, and it shows your personality from the you do have a lot of different colors. And like you said, a bunch of um, skews, but there is a lot of variety that you can choose from, which you usually can, especially now after COVID. It's like one or three basic, you know, shapes and colors that you're always seeing when you go into the optometrist. Yes, and
1: then, and not everybody's face is the same. Like you just said, you have a smaller face that you need, and then based on where your eyes and your nose fit, mm-hmm. a, a pair of glasses might fit you, but not fit not, not fit another person. So That's having right. a variety is basically. And now yeah. that we do more pop up shops and we do all these, uh, you know, on site try ons, we're realizing mm-hmm. everybody's face is shaped differently. So you need to have options for all those faces, and I think we're we're getting there. We're not a hundred percent yet. Uh, we met yeah. some friends. Um, that we need to even go even larger, so oh, okay. we are working on just kind of doing some custom and and seeing how that would go. So like, oh, again, yeah. you, you want to be able to make everyone have something that they can find for themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. You also, that's our goal. I like that. You also had media coverage with Reader's Digest and um, AARP, which are you know for older citizens. So speaking of aging. How can you tell if the little brown spots on the side of your face are because of lower levels of collagen or if it's because you actually need a larger pair of glasses? (laughs) If you have those
1: indentations Mm -hmm. on your nose from where your glasses sit, then you know it's from the glasses.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So don't go get Botox. <laughs> don't go get, you know, collagen supplements, go get a better pair of glasses. So I love that. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, I thank you all so much for being on, but I do would like to see if you could have anything you would like to tell us to inspire people to go after their dreams, as well as how we can do something, even if you are afraid or unsure.
2: What we say is that don't be afraid if you are in a situation where you have a dream, you should go after it. I love Les Brown for saying that the greatest ideas can be found in the graveyard. And that's because mm. people have always been afraid to go after their dream and pursue what they're really talented to do. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to ask questions, find mentors. People are always more willing to help than you would be leads. Um, Yeah, yeah, you know, that's the thing. I met a woman from Nordstrom's Mm -hmm. EVP, GMM, and she said, why didn't you reach out to me earlier? And it just never struck me to reach out to her. It did strike me to reach out to the buyers, to the directors. But you think someone on her level, maybe I don't want to bother her, or maybe she's not the right person to approach. And she said, we answer all of our emails. And the thing is, we are waiting for people like you and others to just approach us. Mm. So don't be afraid to take that chance and that leap. There are so many people in the industry when they tell you who responded to them, you'd be surprised. Don't, don't be afraid of your own, um, destiny. I would
1: just add that don't take no for an answer, right? That's, you know, just Mm -hmm. keep trying. Mm -hmm. And second, do things, you have your goal, your dream, and that's like the, the pinnacle, but everything you do to get to that goal is what makes you successful. So you have to do things in bite sized chunks. I think Nancy and I wouldn't be here if we didn't look at the process. So we said, oh, we're going to, we didn't, we never really said we're going to start our eyewear company. We kind of said, let's just research. Can we do this? We went to Paris. Oh, let's mm-hmm. just see if we can get a logo. We did a logo. Let's get a trademark. So we just did every step. And I think <laughs> when you focus on the steps, Right. Because if you if you focus on the big dream, it takes a lot of steps to get to that big dream. And a lot yeah. of people stop before they make it. They burn out before they make it. Um, so you got to say, all right, let me just do by size chunks. Let me lay everything out and just focus on these little things. And At the end, you're going to get to that dream. But you got to do all the steps beforehand. You can't skip the steps. I know everybody wants to skip the steps. You right. Yeah. Skip the steps. So your dream to get to your dream is hard work. For anybody to get to their dream, you you can have talent, but if you don't follow the process, the talent is just wasted.
0: Yeah, that's true. Or having an unrealistic expectation or understanding of what your abilities are. You mentioned being okay with taking the small steps or the beginning steps, whereas sometimes with social media and quote unquote, influencers, people think that I need to become a millionaire today with no talent or no education. And sometimes if you recognize that that's not the true achievement nor true path to success, but that maybe taking smaller steps will actually lead to more long-term and more sustainable success, that's actually a better model to follow than to just think, let's just we can just are supposed to just have all of this right now and just blow up overnight.
1: Yes. No such so thing. I, yeah, no such yeah. thing. Even well, Michael Jackson, I mean, look how many years it took him. He got to keep practicing, He had to keep doing it, keeps you know, you gotta he had to go on the road. He had so we have to do all those things. You know, sometimes me and Nancy, like, we're so tired. Like today <laughs> we're at a photo shoot, right? We just yeah. came from Essence Fence. We have to do pop-ups. Right? We have to do all these things. It's a collective, not one thing takes you over the top it's a it's a group of all those things so mm-hmm. i would tell any listener any entrepreneur you know you have to take all those steps it's okay it's going to take time i mean we're 4 years in and look where we are yeah
0: and also doing something that's aligned with your purpose not going after money but going after impact and i think that is going to put you on a higher or a faster trajectory for success as you can see with you only 4 years like look at what you've accomplished so much already Yes. So, well, I thank you both, Tracy and Nancy, for being on our show. This is our special summer series of politics and psychology. I will make sure that we have all of your links, all of your channels and media, promoting those so that people can find you and support you as well, whether po- supporting on social media or actually supporting them products, as well as the individuals that you support through your philanthropy. So thank you everyone to listening and for joining our politics and psychology summer series. And I look forward to meeting with you every Sunday this summer for these special episodes. Enjoy your summer.